HBO Max newest original show, Peacemaker. The first half of the season is out, and we're going to figure out, was it good? I'm Ravi. I'm Michael. And I'm Arjuna. And, and we, we are, are was, was It Good? Wow, we did it! 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 <laughs> yeah! All right, pod's over. Fuck Woo! it. Let's go home. Uh, obviously, Christian's not here. We got the yeah! much, much better... No. Much better Michael Gosh. joining us here today. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, I don't know where Krishner is. He has uh, abandoned us. Well, the real win is that I'm out of the producer's chair, <laughs> and we get Lauren as our producer. Whoever that, yeah. Yep, yep, she's not responding, not saying anything. That's fine. She just did a smile. She was like, yeah. Guys, Peacemaker, it's a show about a character who played a pivotal role in a James Gunn movie called Suicide Squad. Oh, I thought I you were going to say him. in early 2000s wrestling. Mm. Well, Nobody the, saw that. That's the uh, <laughs> actor, John Cena. Is the But maybe the actor blurs a line with character, and they are potentially one and the same. Uh, you actually, Real point. quick, you make a really good point <laughs> about blurring the, rhyme, the line between character and actor. Uh, right off the bat, I'll say this about John Cena as an actor playing his character Peacemaker. Just like... Robert Downey Jr. was clearly born to play Iron Man, just like, you know, um, Gal Gadot was basically born to play Wonder Woman. There are certain actors and actresses that come on this earth, and they are clearly meant to play this character. Mark Hamill was born to play old man Luke Skywalker. Brad Pitt was born to play Tyler Durden. That's not a comic book character. Oh, well, I thought you just We're just doing comic book characters right now. Well, it is a book character. Um, but John, but John Cena clearly was put on this earth to play Peacemaker. The at least this version, yes, this version is perfect for him. He doesn't really have to act; he's just kind of being himself. The, I mean, this is where John Cena shines in my mind, right? So, like when they put Cena in roles where he can be like comedic and goofy, but still kind of show off some of his wrestling stuff and whatever, he's found his you know the Rock type of role, right? The Rock. Right plays the same character in all his movies. You don't necessarily go to see the movie with The Rock to see the movie. You go to see the character portrayal of The Rock. <laughs> and this is like this is like John Cena, right? This is yeah. you see the portrayal of John Cena. Like I saw Fast 9 when that came out last year, which also had John Cena and he tried to play the antagonist of the movie. And it just didn't work because it doesn't lean into his strengths of of who he is. Did I you see he, the Transformers movie Bumblebee? Not yeah, yet. I did see So Bumblebee. John Cena was also like the antagonist in that right. one as well. They and gave him a little bit more comedic role in that movie. But he's though. the antagonist of Suicide Squad, or the Suicide Squad. No, I would say the antagonist of the Suicide Squad is the everybody. Being a loser. Well, all right. Well, I saw him as the antagonist. I hated Peacemaker. Peacemaker. I don't know why I was all that attached to Flag, but when he killed Flag, uh, spoiler alert, sorry. Uh, <gasps> I had no idea. Actually, the committee of spoilers has uh, made it so that if a film or piece of content has been on this earth publicly available for six plus months, you no longer have to say spoiler alert. Also, or if the if the spoiler has been referred to in another medium or. It's been in show the, because it the, was referred to right in the first here. four episodes of this show. It's you see the flashback twice, twice. You see so actually, twice. then one would assume if you are listening to this pod because you have an interest in Peacemaker, you know Rick Flag. You know something's up. Hopefully, you didn't come to this pod going, hmm, "What's this Peacemaker thing <laughs> wait, all wait, about?" Wait, real quick, does anyone <laughs> is it, does anyone kind of laugh when you just see the the different quality of like between the show and then when they go to the 
Suicide Squad. Oh, like, I didn't notice. Like, you don't you don't notice like difference in like the the lighting and and everything. I mean, right? lighting is lighting really good. Lighting no, this looks or, really or good. I yeah, but it I looks it just looks different, right? Like it ha- it has a different texture and feel to it versus like what you see in the show, which is just like it's funny. Uh, but I, you, I, I guess I didn't. You always feel. I feel like you always feel that when you show like movie clips within a streaming service or something, uh, it's always just. I mean, it would have been a bigger deal back in the day when they were shooting on film and TV right, shows were right. still, you know, on sixteen or or already digital. But because yeah, you would for sure, or like when TV shows would go out on location. Or yeah, go yeah, camping, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, exactly. oh, this is a big difference. <laughs> I haven't noticed it in the Peacemaker one, but I, 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 I think if I went back and looked, I probably would. Yeah. But it's I just different think, lighting. I don't like think it stands out too. too, too, too much yeah. because James Gunn obviously is an EP on Suicide Squad. He's also written uh, a number, if not all the episodes, or co-written most of the episodes. And directed. He's also a directed lot. the f- most of them, yeah. um, and then obviously he directed and wrote Suicide Squad. So he's heavily involved, right. obviously, in the visual look of it. Uh, and I would imagine that, you know, if he agreed to do that, when he agreed to do this, I'm sure there was like, we need some kind of visual look and style to make sure it does match. Um, but jumping like more into like this show, this is obviously uh, Marvel. This is a like Marvel. Marvel yeah. too. It's because it's, well, it might be good. Is this We don't know. So this is, I our, really can't. is this uh, DC or the DCU's first? Um, this is the D. This serial is the f- or yeah, this is the first show yeah, within show. the DCEU continuity, right? Ooh. That is a live action right. show of some type. Because obviously you have the Arrowverse. Obviously you have the the animated. What were the DC apps live action shows that now are on HBO Max? Like uh, like t- Titans, Doom Patrol, those. But those are not within the official DCEU canon. Right. Right? This is part of the DCEU canon. Now, what it means to be part of the DCEU canon is a question mark, right? Because we don't know what that means. There's obviously been a lot of rumors for, like, the Flash movie that's coming out later this year that will reset everything, and who knows what that canonizes or removes from the canon or whatnot. But, like, as of right now, this is essentially, like, the first answer to the Marvel Disney Plus shows, right? Where it's a continuation or an extension of that continuity. And how do you feel it's going so far? Honestly, that's probably the weakest part of it that it like has. Well, I mean, it honestly hasn't been too much of a barrier besides like the direct connections to the suicide squad. It doesn't need to be a part of the DCEU and it really doesn't matter. Now there are some references to like Batman and other DC characters, but like, does it really matter if that's Batflack Batman or whichever version? Not really, and it's not going to come into play. And like, that's not the strength of the show either. Of like, oh, it's in the same universe where Batman versus Superman. Like, I mean, it's funny no one cares. It's funny because there is a part where um, Peacemaker's, you know, racist father's neighbor. So yeah. the neighbor's, I don't think, is a racist, but he asked Peacemaker about being a superhero, and. Talks they, about they talks about Batman and gets into this whole conversation about how Batman doesn't kill 
his enemies. And then Peacemaker says, yeah, he just locks them up in Arkham Asylum so they can escape and go and kill countless others. If anything, this is Peacemaker saying, if anything, he's like, I'm a better superhero because I kill my enemies so they can't doesn't harm he call else. Doesn't he call Batman a pussy? Yes, yeah, he calls Batman like a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently uh, I mean, in an interview they revealed that was like the – the biggest concern they got of, of all the violence and all the like nudity, nudity, the language and everything. The biggest note that they got from HBO and Warner Brothers was, oh, I don't know if we should be calling Batman a pussy. I watched this with my little brother. It got awkward at some points. <laughs> right. Just to clarify, though, like <laughs> when you see your little brother, like you make it sound like he's. Yeah, he's my little brother. Ten years old he's or a something. tiny little baby brother. <laughs> And uh, that's how he'll always remain in my mind. But yeah, no. Doesn't he have a kid? <laughs> yeah, he's more adult than I am, but he's my baby brother. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So there's a lot of that, you know, like sex. And, yeah. And he, he and I were sitting there watching it, and uh, it, yeah, it was that speaking of, especially anyway, the first know, few I, episodes, yeah. it is like. So the question is, though. Okay. Good morning. Did come up. <laughs> Is Peacemaker lying about the size of his penis, or is it actually that big? Because there's that scene in the bathroom with the butterfly, and I would imagine yeah. that you would see more I movement would, of thrust if it were as large as he said. I mean, it depends if, she, no if separation. she's if she's like loose, like a uh, like a hot dog in a hallway, well, and it just goes all the way in. Then I want to take yeah, I want to take a minute here to just say that loose is not a term that should be used anymore it it never loosens but from use or any of that su- such thing it's that's a terrible sexist i would live. i would say going to the character and what we know of the character he does like to um lie not necessarily lie but he likes to over exaggerate bend the truth things and bend the truth so i would assume he is lying about yeah it. but then you see him in his underwear and it's kind of coiled like a cobra and waiting <laughs> to strike but him. would it also support would it would it shock you if he like put padding down there to make himself no not at all right. and so that's sort of yeah. my biggest mystery of the show so <laughs> far i haven't seen the fourth episode yet, but maybe that's, maybe you guys know. that's amazing that like of all the things that are happening in this show for Michael, the biggest mystery is Peacemaker's uh, Peacemaker. His actual Peacemaker's Peace. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. let's let's get let's let's kind of get back on track here. One word impressions. I think it's penis for Michael. For Michael, <laughs> what's your one word impression so far of the you know halfway through the the series so far? Uh, fuck, fuck. Interesting. Fuck. <laughs> As in that was just. All that went through my mind when I watched the first two episodes was just like, fuck, this is good. Fuck, I love this. Oh, man. Fuck, there's a lot of fucking. Yeah, fuck. There's so much fucking and violence. Fuck and, and Yeah, violence and everything. I don't know. I, I feel like that's that's not the word I went here with, but that's the one that came out. And I think yeah. that works. Yeah. Junior, your one more impression? Uh, fun. I'll go. I'll go fun for this. No, fun word. fuck so far. Fun <laughs> fuck. Uh, no, this this show. Uh, I think halfway through has really proven just to kind of be, you know, not beholden to like certain rules and certain like oh, you know, we're the serious show and have to do X, Y, and Z, right? And I think we can get that through a lot of different mediums and, and whatnot. And I think the show is just kind of having fun and having a good time, and is a little bit unapologetic about it too. Just like. You don't like it? Well, tough. And, like, you know, all the characters are likable and unlikable at the same time. There's no one that's, like, 
purely good and like yeah. you know you're supposed to recognize them they all have like really shitty traits um except for that guard and uh, <laughs> which guard the guard that gets shot yeah yeah in the bad yeah. bad place bad time <laughs> yeah you know yeah it's, t- it's a tough one tough one for that guy uh but yeah it's just it's just a fun time from the opening credits you know the, the theme song is iconic uh mm-hmm. just the the dance and everything it, it's a fun time and um even the show itself even like the suicide squad is as fun of a movie that was like this takes it to another degree right? do you speaking about the theme song real quick do you think from like a marketing standpoint do you think warner brothers is going to put the energy time and money into making that theme song appear in some way during the super bowl no i don't think they're smart enough to do that okay. or like be that forward thinking <laughs> i mean look warner brothers to me maybe <laughs> i'm being harsh here has proven to me at least with their dc eu property their their expanded yep. universe that they just really don't know what they're doing you know that mm-hmm. just feels like they come out with a project and then pivot immediately <laughs> i would and argue that this show is evidence that you're wrong I, well do you know how the show came about i think this is james gunn because james gunn's yeah. the one that pitched it and they're like okay yeah cool like you seem like you know what you're doing and this and was so pitched like, at the end like towards the end of filming of suicide yeah. squad and then because of that production or yeah production got adjusted a little bit so that they could go and film you know, some early stuff for this to get it out the door. Right, right but every comeback starts somewhere, and sure. every turn has an apex. So, I don't know. I mean, I think this could be... I'm gonna, I think this is the sign that they have turned a corner. Unless they give it all to James Gunn and be like, here, do the entire DCAU. Please. May, I would have more, more confidence it's with you there, done. but I don't know. The impression I get over there is they just... James Gunn will do something, and... He also has talked about, like, he wants to do other stuff. I think he even talked, as he was doing press for this show, that he actually wants to take a little bit of a break because, you know, it was, like, Suicide Squad this, then Guardians 3, um, and he's, like, been working pretty much nonstop for a couple years now. So he's like, I think I want to take a break, and then when I come back, I'll do Peacemaker Season 2. But it doesn't sound like he's, like, ready to run a film company and, like, a whole universe. And And that's part of the problem is there's no single voice or group or whatever kind of running it. And, like, like the other thing, too, is, like, we just saw, what, Josh Whedon's name was trending a couple of days ago oh with God, everything. What? He did an article, I think, or an interview with, was it EW or Entertainment? One of the. One, one of the one of the online um, entertainment sites. And basically was throwing everybody else under the bus about how poor the initial theatrical release of Justice League did in terms of. Um, money and just overall like quality. He because blamed he blamed Gal Gadot for having. He um, said she didn't understand English. English. She, there was a language barrier, and then he also said Ray Fisher is a bad actor in every sense, like in bo- in all senses. Like he's a bad person. He and just he's a bad actor. Recently said this. Yeah, yes. it just it came out. I think like end of last week. Yeah, like wow. about a week ago. And yeah. it, I mean, he's he's done. Like, it's nice he's to see somebody embrace <laughs> their like villain story. Villain story. <laughs> That's insane that he did that. It's insane. Like Josh Whedon is an interesting one because like 2012 when Avengers came out, everyone he was, was like, guy. "He's the nerd god." Bow to him. And yeah. now, ten Feminist. years later, it's like, "Stay the fuck." I, away. I think the worst thing he said was was you know a lot of the allegations against him have come up of him like you know pressuring women into sex. His his response was essentially like, "I couldn't help myself." 
And no I way. Like, I was yeah, that that was the worst part. And then he continued on with this this other nonsense. You know there's but, a thing like, yeah. you know, dig your own grave. He yeah, he, he not just that five times time got a loader out. He yeah. rented something from <laughs> Home Depot. He, Man, he got into a rocket Ron ship Burgundy and flew He flew right into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to yeah. get my beanie. So I'm going to do that. You going to do what? He's just getting up and moving. He's getting his beanie. Oh, you could just ask for it off to the side. I know, but this feels like action. Action in the middle. Uh, so for my one more impression, I'm going to go with surprised. And uh, main reason is when Arjuna initially was like, hey, uh, we should do Peacemaker. I was like, no, Peacemaker looks boring. It's just going to be a big, giant sexual fart joke um, and not that, you know, nothing that interesting. And after I got through the first, it was really the second episode where I sold. After the second episode, I was like, okay, there is something interesting happening here. It is not, um, it is not just going to be sex violence and stupidity. There's something interesting happening. So I was very, very surprised. And as we saw at the end of episode four, there's more surprises in terms of who's a butterfly and who's not. Oh, dang. Yeah. I'm guessing their leader's a butterfly. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean that honestly, I mean that shouldn't be too surprising. No. Um, but it kind of it kind of makes sense. Good old Mern. Like Mern. I said, the biggest mystery is is Peacemaker telling the truth about but, his penis. Yeah. But what's our, our what's our sentence then? It's a fun surprised fuck or fuck surprised fun. Yeah. Or fun fuck. Surprise. Surprised fun fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise fun fuck. <laughs> uh, in terms of you know what the fuck is actually happening in this show, like diving in a little bit deeper in terms of characters, mm. we actually get a. Um, I was also back onto my whole surprise, um, seeing Amanda Waller. Granted, it was on a computer screen via FaceTime call. Uh, definitely surprised that she actually showed her face. Do you think she did the? That was filmed during Suicide Squad. Or do you think she did the scene for like from our home, and they just did like a little quick green screen, and they're like, "Yeah, just you know, we'll send you a camera." To no, I believe that is a hundred percent. That was shot during either reshoots or whatever of Suicide Squad. That would make a lot of sense with the um, set, yeah. especially because you never ever go. I'll, I don't think you actually go full screen on that ever. You just do an over the shoulder um, of uh, who big another big surprise. Her daughter, who is one of the agents, which is... Adebayo. Adebayo, um, who's also married and for some reason thought bringing her... Her wife. Her wife and dogs on a Black Ops mission was and a good idea. And then the first half of the show has completely ignored her. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. annoying, but... It's an interesting interesting perspective. Like, she seems like she's very sweet and un- ed- undedicated to this line of work, yet every turn of the way she's choosing... The work over her spouse, right. and so maybe her spouse has. A and valid she's point. consistently told about like how bad of a person Amanda Waller is, who's her mom, and clearly she is unaware of like how brutal she is, and, and like trusts her because the way her, she like sure. gets off, she's like, "You don't think she's da da da?" It's like, exactly. "No, I'm pretty sure she'd blow your head off if right. she wanted to, if needed to." I mean, yeah. all for the safety of Americans, America, America, America. yeah. Um, I, I was just going to say, you've got the opening theme song written there, and I know we talked about it already, but that is when I was sold. I when watched, you heard the theme song? When, when I turned it on and they played the theme song, I was like, that's when I texted. I was like, this is great. I love it. But the opening already. theme is, is fantastic. Never, I want us to learn how to do the dance, and uh, 
So uh, HBO Max but actually dropped, on, at least on their social channels, a bunch of behind the scenes. That's amazing. Of um, how it, it took them a couple of days. Yeah, of course. And they actually like did full on like uh, rehearsal to yeah. learn the dance and like really get into it. Gunn uh, said Cena was not super psyched about having to dance, but he put in the work. So yeah, he did. And he does great. really great job. And yeah. now I, I after the fourth episode, I understand why they all have the serious face because they're all being butterflies. Like that. That's that's why they're all like have no emotion. Mm. I don't know. Wait, butterflies don't show emotion. That's yeah. So the whole thing about butterflies is like when they're um, they're no one's watching them. Well, or they have no the, emotion. They have no emotion. But that's gotcha. when they show. Mer- so spoiler alert, Michael. And for those who haven't caught up to the final episode or the fourth episode, uh, Mern, who's their leader, is shown like completely emotionless watching and then TV, sucking. and then he, you know, the, you see the tongue come out, and you're like, oh, he's a butterfly, and he has no emotion because no one's around him, right? Really uh, so so, so th- the reason that none of them have any emotion on their face is because they're mimicking butterflies. Human emotion, yeah. The, the, well, they're d- like butterflies and gotcha. whatever. Or, or it's that they're doing ridiculous things in the show and taking it completely seriously. <laughs> Right, which is the whole idea of the butterfly. Like that's why the the butterfly. Sure, that too, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's all connected. It's all synergy. That's yeah. So you know what's interesting about the butterflies is there's no reference to them from like any DC comic arcs or anything. Mm -hmm. It's original to this show, which is awesome. Uh, We don't usually get that when it comes to like comic book content recreated or whatever. There's usually some kind of source material where it's either changed or adjusted. Um, so I'm curious to see what these butterflies are going to actually be based on what we're kind of seeing. Are you, do you think they're good? They're bad? I, I kind of, of had the impression that they were going to turn out to be good and that they were being led astray until the third episode. And then I was like, mm, they're probably still bad. And then I haven't seen the fourth episode, so I don't know. Based off of the fourth episode, fourth episode, fourth episode, the fourth episode where we know Mern is a butterfly. butterfly and we know he was actively trying to kill butterflies i almost think there's like a faction between these a two butterfly butterflies. civil war yeah something between the monarchs and the right because also in episode four judo master explains that he's like the butterflies aren't what you think and then um uh Adebayo shoots him right and then he's like before oh he's, he's still alive he is still alive or as not of anymore right now. maybe not they're like he's probably going to die but he's not officially dead he's in the credits pretty prominently i think he comes out of the show as his new sidekick so was the janitor from the first episode and he hasn't been in it yeah he isn't shown back so and then also the two cops as well from episode one and two they haven't shown back it could be argued that everybody's in the opening credits yeah i think it just might be anybody because there's a cop behind those two cops that i don't recognize or haven't seen so he was the cop in the second episode prominently yeah when they're searching through the apartment building Mm, and he's with the two detectives okay that's who he is yeah so i think they they may show up again but like small part or whatever right i don't think they're like main like they're not part of the black ops group group, well and at the end of three you see all of those like possible butterflies like they're everywhere Everywhere. yeah Uh, everyone's a butterfly is that yeah is it like john wick is that James where everyone's saying that we're all snowflakes? Is that what he's trying to say? Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Whoops. it is. I feel like I've gotten the opposite of uh, like of from him on this show. Like he's been a, 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 contrary to a lot of his maybe other stuff, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I feel like with Peacemaker, he's kind of almost done a 180 with his humor in that he seems to be 
making a, at least a clearer uh, satirization of uh, that macho and um, what's the other word I'm looking for? Uh, perspective, the, the more toxic, ma- I don't know, you know. Toxic max masculinity. Max, mas- max masculinity. Max masculinity. To the max. Toxic to the max. But you know what you're saying? Mern's like, done that? Well, gun, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like a lot of gun stuff, like previous stuff that's not Guardians of the Galaxy, has been like, uh, I'm, what am I thinking of? Like the the one that where everybody's in the office and they have to murder each other. Um, I've never seen that. One. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, either. yeah, yeah. It, that was it was good. It was fine. Not his best work, but um, I feel like a lot of his old stuff could be co opted by certain groups that maybe are a little more. Um, well, look at his Twitter feed from the past. Right, I mean, that's been done but many times. This seems to almost mock the people that would have previously tried to co op his his stuff in a way that I haven't seen him do it uh, before, and yeah. and I think maybe he's tried to do it, yeah. but this might be a more because. Because honestly, this may be Gunn's best work. I'm gonna. I can't talk about. I think this. he's. Whoa. I think he's talked about how he recognizes not necessarily like himself in Peacemaker, but like mm-hmm. has talked about how it was the right project for him to do, like Suicide Squad and Peacemaker after everything that had kind of come out, and maybe that is part of his like res- his response to everything that kind of went down over the last few years with like all of all of his his social media and stuff coming up and and being quote unquote canceled you know, and part of our cancel culture and whatnot, and b- having this very un-PC, cancelable type of character in, in Peacemaker, who is, you know, he's he's charming. He's, he seems, and, uh, and like, even Adebayo says it, right? Oh, he's a good guy, but, like, he says racist and sexist things yep. constantly. Yep. But and look at his like, dad. Right, exactly. I right, mean, like, exactly. I hated him coming out of the movie, yep. but as soon as I met his dad, I was like, well, I can't hate Peacemaker anymore. This poor kid is like you don't come out of that situation well it's also revealed in episode four during a flashback this is the darkest part his dad like forced him to like kill people kill a a person oh i don't i'm not surprised yeah i I mean mean, robert patrick awesome awesome maybe even scarier character than terminator terminator too i mean (laughs) yeah and and hilarious at the same time but uh it's gonna be hard as an actor to play like a racist uh yeah I mean, I would wonder, like, as an actor, especially in this day and age, going back to, like, cancel culture, even if you are playing the role in a work of fiction, sure, right, I'm, I wonder if, like... I mean, all you have to do is go back to Game of Thrones, the actor who played Joffrey. Yeah. Which oh, literally yeah. forced into retirement because yeah, true, people yeah. would harass him because yeah. he, a lot of people can't... Distinguish. Can't distinguish between the actor and the role that they play, right? right? Yeah. And so, like, Robert Patrick... Like there are probably people gonna be like, "You're a racist." I saw you in Peacemaker. You racist. I mean, it's like, he, well, you well, you know what would be the ho- most horrific thing though is the opposite of that. Yeah, like where Hugh it's like Grant. you have the white supremacists that are real in this world mm. that look at like who he's playing, yeah. which is White Dragon, right. and that becomes like a symbol for them. Right. Um, yeah. That you know, and then and then it gets deeper where it's like, well, maybe James Gunn and and Warner Brothers shouldn't have put that on television and. And it's a whole thing yeah. of like chicken and the egg and da 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 and all that I don't stuff. Know. I, I think, think you got to put it right up now. there. But I'm not a racist, but I have played one at a table read before. Oof. And was it awkward? Was it uncomfortable? Uh, it no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you want to hear. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, because it was uh, it was the character, and it, it really felt like I'll say like. 
it feels, you know, like you, you kind of just have to do it. You just kind of have to say this, these are the words that are written down. I don't, you know, like, and if I don't go for it, if I don't make it authentic, then I'm, I'm disservice doing a disservice to, um, the, this, the writer who, who, who needs that person to be that, that right. thing. And yeah. in this situation, obviously I wasn't doing it because it was fun. You know, it, it, well, it was fun. The table read was fun, but you know, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but yeah. No, but, I mean, that makes know, sense. Was, yeah. I, I think for a lot of actors, like the, for the personal experience, right. It's separating yourself from, yeah. From the, what the character is. And you really have to, cause you can let the character slip right in. I've had oh, situations yeah. where, you know, I've had crushes on people that I'm acting across and I have never felt that way about them before, but that's the character or whatever. And then it goes away when you're done. And right. so, yeah, you really do. And poor people who can't because dang, messed up. It's tough. You, get messed up. you anyway, can always tell sorry. in the interviews when they say either the character's name or they say me. They've separated. If they've separated between the two. Because some, yeah. some people are, like, you see some interviews and they're like, yeah, you know, I, what I do in this, you know, show and the verse is like, oh, what, like, I'll take Boba Fett for, like, what Boba Fett does in this or what mm -hmm. I do. You know, you, you can really tell, even if it's a small indicator, like, like Michael said, if they've been able to make that separation or not. Right. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if I've said it here before, but, I, I you know, the I, a saying that I've heard from somebody who was very wise once was the safest place to be is in character because that's that's them so i think that's what you that's that's where you would get and i think that applies to a lot of things in life if you're nervous about something just put yourself in somebody else's shoes and be them and and it's not your fault you're right krishna yep. that's not krishna <gasps> wow but could be, <laughs> could, be. could be uh before you end the speculation lane uh last couple things here there obviously we have two characters that also showed up in Suicide Squad, and that is Harcourt and Economis. And how do we feel about mm. them? So, oh, actually, by the way, did you know the actress that plays Harcourt? Yeah, um, it's James Gunn's uh, girlfriend, partner, partner. Well, actually, we got Vigilante in, su in the Suicide Squad too. No. Yep. Did? Yep. The actor is in the movie and credited for the same character. No, he's not. Yep. Vigilante. Well, Adrian, but Adrian Chase is he actually in Suicide Squad? Is that like when they're going through? I don't know recruits? for sure. I don't oh, know for sure. Yeah, well, he's where did you see this on IMDb? IMDb. Have you guys heard IMDb of IMDb.com? IMDb, the Internet Movie <laughs> Database, sponsoring. Was, was it, it good? good? Could you imagine that would be a pretty, uh, pretty big one? Please I'm just checking us. it real quick on IMDb. Yeah, no, no. Because it wasn't good. I don't Ar believe you. At Arjuna, isn't it true that here it wasn't good? We make sure and give you the facts. Yeah, I'm not seeing it on IMDb. Yeah, we're factual. Oh, man. We're, we're a soft fact. Oh, no, 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 no. I do see it. Yeah. What the okay, heck? Okay, thank goodness I'm not a liar. I do want to find that. I mean, that. I am, but Well, I mean, for, for, for our well, listeners. It says uncredited. Well, it's in there. For our listeners and watchers, if they can find uh, a the still scene. image or yeah. a scene of of uh, Adrian appearing in the Suicide Squad, please send it to us at. Yeah. You can tweet it at us at, at Was It Good, um, or you can uh, you can Instagram mm. it to us at Was It Good Pod. Yep. Or you can comment right now in the comments on this video as you're watching live. Yes. Anything, stuff you want us to Google, we'll Google it. Getting, getting into speculation lane here. So we already kind of touched upon butterflies a little bit. Um, 
let's jump a little bit more into Peacemaker in terms of being good, bad, or maybe in between. Uh, everything that we're seeing right now, you know, it's kind of um, we've already seen it from Suicide Squad, right? His whole thing was, you know, kill the bad guys in order to protect America. It's very Amanda Waller esque, right. but also like to the extreme, right? Uh, but you could also argue that there's a little delusion in that, in terms of uh, how he goes about kind of like executing that. He's very American. I mean, he's basically American he's to red, the white, and blue. Yeah. Well, yeah. and yellow. He has yellow in his costume. Mm-hmm. And gray pants. Yeah. And a silver Beige. dome. And a silver dome piece. Silver dome. Silver uh, but dome. I like that he steals all the helmets in episode four, by the way. I mean, he hates his father. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Spoiler alert. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. <laughs> this one gives you scabies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did you see that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't remember where that was. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but Peacemaker, is there any kind of redemption you think for Peacemaker? Or if we are given redemption, are we just kind of lying to ourselves that it's actual? Like, are we faking it and trying to pretend that it's I redemption? think this whole show is about his redemption. For killing Flagstaff? <laughs> Flagstaff? Rick Flag? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Flagstaff. <laughs> That's great. I mean, uh, in a way, Flagstaff did get killed. But I, I don't think it's necessarily like a, a redemption on that specific action, but I think it's like a redemption on his character as a whole, right? Because I think Michael said it pretty well. It's like most people probably when they watch The Suicide Squad are like, oh, I hate this guy, right? He's he's pretty he's, much a straight-up like bad guy, right? Yeah. Uh, he's a dick. You know, he kills, he kills. you know, one of the movies like – you know, a fav- a fan favorite of the, the characters. Dick. You know, he, he does he does sure. stuff that you know inhibits all of your main characters. Uh, this this show is trying to dive deeper and explaining why. You know, introducing his dad, showing some of his past and what he's doing. And I think through this mission of the butterflies and interacting with this group, uh, they're trying to redeem him in some way. Now, I don't think he's ever going to be like a hero. But he views himself in his her- as a hero, and I think he will be in a potential better place or on the path to being better, right? To being a potentially better person um, and a better superhero. Yeah. I think I agree with that, but I take it a little bit further maybe, if that's all right. Like, I think it is, and maybe I didn't fully grasp what you were saying, and if I'm repeating you, just let me know. But, yeah, I think I think he will end up redeemed at the end of this yeah. and a hero. And I think whether or not we believe that's possible, I do believe that's Gunn's goal the more I think about it. Right. Um, or, you know, originally I thought that is exactly what he wanted to do, where it was, let's take this guy who's bad guy, maybe even planned it from the beginning with Suicide Squad and what he did. And he doesn't view killing Flag as a bad thing. But now he clearly does. Well, no, I don't think he even still does. And the question is, was it a bad thing? You know, I mean, it was, but... uh, I think think it it depends on whose side, right? Like, to Amanda Waller's point, like, if that information got out, which is that Americans were experimenting, or America was involved with experimentation with aliens and all this horrific stuff, you would lose... Um, whatever control the government has on people, right. you know, it would it would not work. Like it goes back to honestly, like the whole main thing in Watchmen, right, with uh, Rorschach and um, Mister <laughs> Blue Balls, Mister <laughs> Blue Balls, uh, Doctor Manhattan, where it's like, 
in order to keep control so that people don't kind of step outside their, their comfort zone um, and kind of keep things less chaotic. I also yeah. think it goes even back to your point of, like, you started this pod by being, like, my biggest question if, is if Peacemaker's dick is that big. Right? right, yeah. And I think that goes into the the mental state of Peacemaker. He, even if it's not true, he 100% believes it. Right. And I think that is part of what they're doing about the character. And even, like, some of the subtleties of, like, John Cena. Because when they show that scene, right, you see... That Cena? When they when they, they show that Cena, you see his face, right? Even when he he stabs Rick, there's a, a, a look of regret in mm-hmm. his face of, like, oh, yeah. I didn't want to do this. When he goes to kill the butterflies, he doesn't want to shoot the kids and the wife. Even though right. he, he says, I'll kill anyone. I'll kill yeah. women, children, and everything. That doesn't mean he likes it. Or, or that he actually would. It. Right, exactly. He's, in, he's prone to saying things and doing things that he wouldn't. But no, I think, I think, I think it goes. His it it, it, it is that Peacemaker is literally, an, uh, an, well, not literally, but I was going to say literally a metaphor, but he is America in this situation. He is the slightly racist brought up by a piece of shit dad who taught him all the wrong things and is totally sincere in his beliefs, but completely misguided. So we have, you know, all of that going on. And, and this is his blueprint for how do you bring America back to a more civilized, less racist uh, piece of crap? You know, we're, we're good at heart, but right. we got a lot of crap going on from our forefathers who taught us incorrectly and... You know, it's it's kind of like a little bit of both, you know, America slash people in America. It's second chances. Peacemaker. So going actually to chances. his dad, you know, who is White Dragon, uh, he's in jail currently, potentially going to rat them out. Uh, do you think, I wonder if like the ultimate redemption piece for Peacemaker is going to be removing his father? Because at the end of the day, his father is a bad person. Clearly, he is organ like clearly, you know, there are inmates and individuals in the system, at least that know who he is. So he probably does steal still like deal and does bad things. We know he's technologically advanced, at least with quantum uh, mechanics and like hiding right. all this like armor and weaponry right. and shit. Yeah. What um, is that? Did we get an answer I, in for I, I, it may not be that, you know, he removes his dad this season. Could be that, you know, his dad is the big villain of season two or season three yeah, or whatever. James Gunn has actively talked about, like, yeah. wanting to do more seasons, which actually worries me a little that we won't get, like, a conclusion to this season. It'll be, like, a cliffhanger, which I hope not, but... I well, that's we why I say, like, yeah. wrap up the butterflies this season, and right. then maybe season two is more on his dad and all that Well, stuff. if I know Gunn, and we do... It's oh, you his, know him? Well, no, but it's definitely going to be his dad. Daddy issues. Dad, gun loves dad. Look at, you know, everything he's Quill ever done. Quill and I'm Mary Poppins. And, you know, like, he's yeah. good at it. He's great at it. But yeah. does, at least I feel Does like James it. Gunn have legitimate issues with his Well, father? his father passed away recently, like oh, okay. a year or two ago. And he actually has talked about, like, him and his dad had were, like, really close. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, that, was just a, that was just a material that... I think he just comes back to over and over yeah. again because he's really good at uh, telling stories about it, right? Like, that's a whole driving point in the Guardians movies. That's a huge subplot in the Suicide Squad with both um, Idris Elba's character, Deadshot, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with um, 
obviously with Peacemaker as well because they're clones of each other, which yeah. still <laughs> that's still one of my favorite parts of that movie when they like run through the like, oh, they oh, run yeah, through yeah. each of them and they say the exact same thing and and Alba's like. You just said the. <laughs> yeah. You just Each said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I think with White Dragon, and again, I think potentially if there is a season two, I think it would be kind of nice to maybe see what what's yeah. there. But I'm also fearful though that having that villain, that character, is going to influence a certain group of people in this mm-hmm. world. That part, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I do that. think. Gunn has done a good job of making, not glamorizing that group at all. Like, really making them full-on pieces of shit that are irredeemable um, and suck. And if you can't <laughs> show those people or people, I mean, how, how do you have bad guys if you can't have bad guys? Uh, that's, that's a good question, honestly. Like, that's that's a difficult one especially with that subject matter because it's a real life active right. thing which i would say probably makes it even all the more important that you put him in as bad right. guys and yeah, honestly maybe, to your to your know. theory of like him potentially being the villain later down the road it would make a lot of sense like robert patrick is is a pretty notable name and like actor and if they killed him off this season um it would feel like oh that you know, they didn't do a lot with... Right, they could... Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it goes again to the larger redemption piece of Peacemaker. Right. Yeah. Uh, because if... if you, Let's say you wrap up the butterflies, you get rid of his dad all in the first season. It's kind of like, cool? Yeah, there's not a lot Great, of Great, now we're done with this there. character. And Vigilante even calls him out. He's like, you kill bad people, right? So he's like, why haven't you killed your dad? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing with yeah. uh, the fourth episode, yeah. right? Um, what's her name? Um, Hardinger. Uh, Ad- Adebayo. Adebayo sets basically vigilante to go break into prison or get himself caught in prison and try and kill him, kill his father essentially. Oh wow! Um, speaking of vigilante, is vigilante and peacemaker are they friends? They lovers? What the fuck's going? Well, actually, better in vigilante's mind, are they friends or lovers? Lovers. Friends. There's no. Well, no, I'm going to take that back. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, I was going to say, it doesn't seem like Vigilante's character to to be lovers with Peacemaker because he doesn't seem like a good person. So, you know, it seems he would have a prejudice, but then they had that scene where they both smoked weed and had sex with that. I'm sure their dicks touched at one point. Well, I mean, there's nothing to say that. That doesn't make that doesn't make anything. They, it doesn't yeah, mean they, they have sex. They, they don't have to be lovers. Well, I just like, think I think there's a true love between no, them, though. No, Peacemaker does not care one iota about Vigilante. I think you'll see a little more in four, where you're like, maybe he does care a little. See, more. I disagree though. Even after seeing four, because everything with the butterfly and chopping yeah. off uh, what's his face's toe. Sure. When Vigilante was like, "How could you do this to me?" It kind of went over. Peacemaker's the whole head, like whatever, was so yeah. like the butterfly thinks that torturing this other guy is gonna hurt Peacemaker. Peacemaker's like, this is that D and D nerd I used to make fun of that I yeah. don't even care. He didn't uh, even I know think, who Vigilante I think, was. I think, but I think part of his redemption is he's starting to like form caring relationships with some of these people, right? Like he obviously cares about, you know, in his own way, Peacemaker. Peacemaker oh, right, cares yeah. about like said uh, for example, right? right? right. Like that, he he trusts her. He tries to 
you know, sleep with Harcourt. But I think there's also like that's because he has needs, and he doesn't he know any better. Flat out, he said that I have needs, and like anybody in his situation, it's exposure to these different perspectives and viewpoints sure. that will make him a better person, right? And, and so like, I think I think vigilante is is one of those people he will end up like caring about, and and I think yeah. they, I think the way that it's positioned that they will be like best friends by the end. And maybe I they'll think kiss. it's gonna be him and the um, what's the green villain, Judo Master. I think him and Judo Master gonna become best. Yeah, friends. I think Vigilante is going to end up being one of the, my, the one of the villains of the show in the end. Ooh, oh, is that is that a oh, bold prediction oh, oh, for you? Well, interesting. I guess I'll throw it up there because I actually do think that. Okay. Yeah. You think Vigilante will turn and become a villain? I don't think he has to turn. <laughs> I oh. think he just has to choose to. Yeah. You know, like I mean, I saw, I just saw the third episode. You know, he's singing along while killing these these people, the these kids. You know, and like even yeah. even Harcourt or whatever her name is is kind of like when he shoots the girl, kind of makes a face, but he's like, he's clearly psychotic. There's no redemption for him. Oh, he's just a bad wait guy. till you watch episode four, specifically when he enters the jail. It's probably one of my uh, one of the, like my favorite parts of the show so far because of how. Like clearly, he not there. Right. He is. He yeah. puts himself in this insanely dangerous situation, and he's a perfect representation of these. Like, uh, what do they call them? The Yalkadas. You know, like people. You know, he's. It's it, the relationship is. You got peacemakers, America, vigilantes, all these like homegrown militia people, and they're in love with America and the idea of America. But America doesn't know or care about them that much. But they're wow. a <laughs> bunch of idiots running around being murderers or whatever, or thinking they are. They're vigilantes, and they're really just bad guys in disguise. Dang, that was that was, was deep. Was, wow. That was that's pretty good, actually. Pretty wow. Good. Pretty good. You just you just solved the whole show. <laughs> I guess don't that's it. We don't it. need to talk yep, about it anymore. Yep. That's it. Uh, June, do you have a bold prediction for what's to come? Uh, my bold prediction is that... There is another butterfly on Team Peacemaker. Actually, wait, hold on a second. Quick, quick disclaimer here: Arjuna, not explaining how, has potentially seen. I more haven't th- watched. I haven't watched it. Okay, I you sure? Because that would be cheating. No, I have yeah, fake I internet points. I have not. I have not watched anymore. But my my bold prediction okay. is there is another butterfly on the team. Team, and it is. Economist. Oh, I was gonna think say the same thing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel very bold. I'm gonna call you out. But neither would vigilante being a villain. Ooh, I mean, he's calling both. you out when you vigilante both. is legitimately an antihero mm-hmm. and villain in a but, lot of the source material. Uh, oh, yeah, did so, you see him in right, Arrowverse? Well. Yeah, in Arrow, he's a straight up villain for an entire season. Is it the Wasn't same he a lawyer too? No, no, it's oh, it's, it's the not. same character. Adrian Chase is Lerman too. That's 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 rude, Lerman. You can't sorry, say that. Sorry. Two people that have brown hair and a distinct jawline do not look the same. No, no, no. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Vigilante. <laughs> I didn't know if they got the same guy for Vigilante. I mean, yeah, no. All, all right. I don't know. You guys were saying Vigilante was going to team up with 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 uh with Oh, I still believe that. Peace. Well, then my prediction is bold to you because it's opposite of you. I'm going to go one step further. Yeah, do in it. In terms of bold predictions. Do it. And I know it won't happen, but I, I want to throw it out there anyway. <clears throat> Superman shows the fuck up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Played by? No, absolutely. Played by headless anybody. So basically, you see Superman from the shoulders of the chest down. 
and you don't and 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 it works. Go, go more bold. It works. Go more bold. I can't go more. Go bold. more bold. It, it, do it, it. Who is it? I mean, I would love it to be Henry Cavill. It's Cavill. Do it. It's not going to happen. Put it in there. It's Cavill. It will be Cavill. I'm going to add on there. You can just add me. I'm going to add to that. Not take it. Just take it. I'll add it's Cavill. I think it's Cavill. Um, But I think it would be really cool for like a Superman or an Aquaman or a Batman. Like what? Or Wonder Woman. I think Batman would make them. Batman would make a lot of sense, especially because of like all the Batman references. Yeah, Yeah. it'd be funny if like. like it's an after credit scene and and Batman just shows up and punches him in the face. But every episode has an after credit scene. Yep, yeah, so far. Um, I didn't see the last one. I didn't stick around. I haven't either. But, uh, but the after credit scenes are usually just kind of a joke typey thing. Yeah, this last one, the or the last one I saw looked like it was almost more of an like an extended scene yeah. type of situation. Yeah. Although I felt like there were oh well no even the one yeah no they have sort of just been but that's how they'll get us. Basically, yeah. I mean, one of them towards the end is going to reveal something that we're gonna Superman like, oh, is a butterfly. It. I feel like it, like I I bring up Superman because I go back to like Shazam, right? Shazam after one of the after credit scenes was Superman showing up to lunch, um, and I th- I feel like something similar may happen. Well, and James Gunn was very fascinated with Superman. Was asked to do Superman before doing Suicide Squad, and a lot of the interviews during the junkets for Suicide Squad. Uh, revolved around his ideas for Superman. So there's a lot of suspicion that he has a Superman in the works or possibly will be able to sneak him in here. Or he is Superman. James Gunn? No, have you seen James Gunn? It's very no offense to Gunn. He's a very handsome man, but he is not Superman. He hasn't hasn't seen the, the yellow sun. Also, what's to say, though, that Superman has to be like buff like why couldn't just be some fat guy i mean that's a good point like it's n- he's not getting his strength from lifting and superman he gets it yeah. from the yellow sun yeah so is it muscle that makes him strong or is it yellow synergy i mean like what sun-ergy. is it that makes him strong synergy. it's synergy yeah so his muscles are probably just an accident it's the difference <laughs> of gravity on this planet Kids, it is uh, towards the end of the pod here, so we got to ask that question. Mm. And uh, we're going to do a little bit different here. Usually we ask, you know, just straight up, was it good? Um, because we've only got the first half of Peacemaker to kind of go off of. So we're going to kind of frame it more as, uh, Michael, what you have seen of Peacemaker thus far, was it good? Mm. Oh, you asked? That's I'm the question. I'm legitimately asking you. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, Ravi, the <laughs> Peacemaker episodes one through – no. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm on a track. Uh, um, I no, it was not good. Whoa, it was fucking awesome. Oh, Maybe okay. the best thing of 2022. I'm calling it already. No, I mean we're I only really ten like, days. I know we're what day are we, what day is it? We're 20, 21 20 days. days. We're three yeah, weeks. No, it's, it was. It's fucking rad. I have loved every minute of it, and I nice. think it might be Gunn's finest work as far as like everything just feels so on point and not on the nose, but on point. And I am having absolutely the best time watching it. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. Do go watch it. It's awesome. Awesome. And important. I think it has a good message to send about second chances and not accepting what your parents tell you all the time or what YouTube or Facebook tells you all the time. (laughs) They do bring it up in the show. It's true. The show is on YouTube. (laughs) This show is on YouTube. 
But we're not ch- we're we are not changing. We're the not world. we're not spreading false information. That no. we're are we though? No, what we're if, not. We're what sending. What if we are? No, we Maybe. send accurate information, and this is good. Okay, so I got to ask somebody now. Well, you have to ask Arjuna. Oh, Arjuna, you've Hello. watched a little bit of this Peacemaker show. Not all of it, but some. Peace. So far, how do you feel about it? You <laughs> like it? Is it good? I would say yes. It is. It is good. It's a fun time. It's a show that you can kind of relax, have a good laugh, have a good cringe at times when the racists come on. Mm. Uh, and it has good action, you know? Like, it, it's it's not, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it reminds me of, like, back in the day when, like, Hercules and Xena and Stargate SG-1 would come on. Because um, it's a little bit more of a... a Better, sto- it's better storytelling okay. than those. Whoa, whoa, and whoa! Story has perfect yeah, it's, storytelling. It's better, but it just in terms of like, it's just a really, it's just a nice. Sh- it, it goes back to that era of like TV where you could put it on and you, it's at the the end of a long day, you can kind of relax to it. You don't necessarily have to like fully lock it. This isn't like a Mandalorian show where you gotta like watch frame by frame and like. What does that grain of sand mean? I mean, I guess uh, not everybody does that, but when I watch Mandalorian, how stressed are you during Mandalorian? <laughs> I'm not stressed, but like it you sounds just, I just, so I just feel like there are certain shows you gotta lock in and pay more attention to, and this is one that you can kind of yeah. just like vibe and relax and and have fun with. So I do like it for that reason, and it's honestly like probably one of the best things that the DCU has turned out, just because. I think they're it's more accessible than a lot of the movies that have come out, right? Um, and just better, <laughs> you know, in, in a lot of ways. Like the bar is not super high, obviously, because a lot of these movies have not been super great. Um, but it is it's nice for for the good old DCEU to get a win. Um, Ravi, thank you for your time. I was gonna say, like, do you even need me to give an answer at that point? <laughs> That's been yeah. three minutes. I want to know. It's been three minutes. It was three. That was a three minute yes. That wasn't a three minute yes. It wa- I timed it. I didn't, didn't even see? give a three minute yes. It wasn't a three minute yes, Michael. It was like a two minute It felt yes. like forever. <laughs> 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 Bullies. Uh, Ravi, was, wha- how do you feel about this, this first half of Peacemaker? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, there, there you go. No, I, very similar points. Like, I was surprised, and I'm not usually surprised by mm-hmm. content anymore. <gasps> Your one-word impression. Exactly. Synergy. Awesome. Tie it all the way back. It Service. Again, it was uh, one of those things where you look at the initial trailer, and you're just like, cool, hyper-violence again. Right? That's how mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, that the James Gunn Suicide Squad, that's how that was portrayed as well. And that also was a nice big surprise where it was like, this is actually a legitimately interesting and somewhat, you know, amazing story and that is what you're getting with peacemaker mm-hmm. hopefully the show will stick the landing with the last four episodes um tie it either tie it up nicely don't like our said i also do not want a cliffhanger um that would be season two fucking baby. terrible i don't think we'll get a cliff i don't either I, I think it's gonna tie it up nicely and then we can kind of leave it and, and yeah, I, I bet it'll wrap up. But there'll be like obviously a dangling mystery for something, for or maybe yeah, you know, I mean, Gunn is talented thing. enough to close this and then surprise us with a totally new, like he just did with this movie. I do find Show. it one thing we didn't really kind of dive into is what was interesting with this show and it being DCU's like first time in the you know streaming, you know weekly episodic, you know show thing or whatever. Um, when they released out the pressers to press, they only gave them the, the 
first, you know, seven episodes. Episode eight has not been viewed by any press uh, that I'm aware of right now, mm-hmm. um, which I think is interesting. Um, to kind of just jump into like you know bold crazy ass predictions, the Superman thing. They want potentially keep it a the Superman secret. thing, but I also wonder though is if it, is it also kind of setting up some other things with the other films mm. that are coming out later, um, because that I think is going to be like super important in terms of does the DCEU survive as something that people care about as a connected thing. I honestly don't want it to have to be beholden to setting up some other movie. To be fair, I, I think this. This works, even though it is part of the DCU. Like this works because it's it's not beholden to like, yeah, all of the previous whatever. It's really only beholden to the movie it come it came out of, which also wasn't truly like beholden to the rest of the DCEU. Yeah. Um. So I I don't think it need like I don't think this needs to set up like the Flash or anything like that. The only movie that would make sense to me would be like. The Suicide Squad too, maybe like to be Matt Reeves Batman watch, maybe uh, which is a part of the DCU. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, oh. no, but but like maybe you know maybe Idris Elba's character shows up like or something uh, or you know there's yeah. some type of he's busy shooting the, Bond. But, there's some but type it, of ca- he's not part. He's not Bond officially yet. Wait, <laughs> is, it, is it really close though? Because supposedly, I would say but we'll see. I mean, I know that he's yeah. people have been wanting. He's him been to, rumored for 15 years. So but. <laughs> It doesn't have to be beholden to right. be able to set something up. It can yeah. still set something up. Would it ruin it for you if it set it up? No, it wouldn't ruin it for me. But I just, I just, I don't think, I don't need that from the show personally. I mean, and yeah, like, I, 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 I would, it wouldn't do. It, I don't think it would do much for me. Like, I think I would just be like, oh, whatever. Like, but you've seen the show so far. You like it. It's good. You, I mean, I would expect something that is as good as this is to land that job. Perfectly, and in a way that is way more exciting than even you know what I mean. Like but like, I just don't. I part of the the thing about the Suicide Squad and even Peacemaker is it really doesn't fit into like the tone of the rest of the DCU, which is why it feels so separated and why it doesn't necessarily like call back to all of those previous movies. And that's not like a good or a bad thing. I prefer this tone versus like some of those other movies, like Batman v Superman, is so dark and brooding, and you're just like, ugh. You know, and it doesn't obviously fit that. So, like, it would, it would, you're right. Like, maybe they would nail it, but I would just be concerned if, like, would that affect the tone of this show if they tried to kind of shoehorn something that isn't like that? Like, The Flash to me, like the Flash movie, I keep bringing that one up, but I'll use that as an example again. Like, that tone doesn't fit this to me. Right. Like, and and so it would be weird if, like, it somehow connected to that because then it would either change the tone of the show. Or it wouldn't, you know, they're completely changing the tone of whatever the Flash movie is. All I hear you saying is telling James Gunn, and James Gunn, if you're listening, Arjuna doesn't think you're talented enough to be able to do that well. And with that, we're going to call it here on the Was It Good Podcast. I'll be sure. <laughs> Thank you for listening. As always, we drop these pods, as we are right now doing, live on YouTube.com slash Was It Good. We have it on TikTok and Instagram. Check us out at Was It Good Pod and at Twitter which is at was it good. Our website was a good.info has amazing blogs by the talented Krishna. Don't let him know that I said that. Be sure to check that out. Yeah, he'll never listen to this. I mean, never. I thought he was going to watch live, but he didn't, so I'm I'm sad. Goodbye. <laughs>